piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the movies. That was a that was a good hey team. We're starting off with a bang here. Folks, it's a rare morning show, so we're hitting the ground running, and instead of my customary white claw, I'm only having a Mountain Dew, because it's morning. A morning Dew. He has a 36-pack of claws in the kitchen, and I shamed him and said, it's 10 o'clock in the morning, Scott. I was we like, can't do this. I was like, okay, I'll only have a poisonous soda. So we started shotgunning them, and I had to tackle them, and now here we are in the basement. We got the Mountain Dew going. I'm having a Grim Leafer from Liquid Death. A word? There's actually Liquid Death news, believe it or not. Tell me, are they making a Liquid Death movie in like the Barbie vein? I wish. I don't see why they wouldn't at this point. Um, No, Liquid Death has my favorite flavor, actually, is Armless Palmer, Mm. which is a play on Arnold Palmer, who's a professional golfer who has a beverage that is iced tea, lemonade, slash... Hell of a beverage. Yeah, not only is the beverage good like at a restaurant, their own soda can version is phenomenal. I have some in the fridge. Mm. So Liquid Death did their take on it with a lot less poison in it. Like I think it's sweetened with agave, which is like a funny way of pretending you're being healthy. Mm. Anyway, the Arnold Palmer, he's dead, but his estate, his family is suing Liquid Death for a large sum of money saying you got to change the name. Mm. So they changed the name of Armless Palmer, which is like a death kind of joke, to Dead Billionaire. Did they really? They did. Hmm. And now I have like a few, I have a case, I guess, of Armless Palmer's left. And I'm thinking, do I save those? Are they going to be worth money? Like maybe? Save like a couple. Just in that case, yeah, that I could see that being something, like twenty dollars. No, in like thirty years, you like make twenty bucks. Like yes, I need to buy a bigger house for all the bullshit I've been hoarding. Jackpot. Oh boy, I got a shitload of news. How about you? I do too. It's the holiday season. I know you're just counting down the days until Wonka is released on December fifteenth, which will be our featured review that week. I assume will it not? Uh, do we have to see it in the theaters? Mm. <laughs> the crowd of pedophiles? <laughs> I mean, I don't actually want to see it, but I think the idea of seeing it is funny. I feel like there's no chance on earth that I won't hate it. Mm. And that Matt, Matt Reif, uh, <laughs> we're just talking about Matt Reif. Him as Wonka, let's just go down that road. Like, hey man, I'm, uh, I can't believe I just got canceled like, for having <laughs> these Hugh Grant Oompa Loompas. <laughs> it's like crazy. Like, you know what I like about chocolate? <laughs> I do a little more than crowd work. I also make chocolate. What do you guys think of that? Hugh Grant's like, hmm, yes, yeah, splendid. Hmm. But yeah, if Wait, we go Hugh to Grant Wonka, is in Wonka? It is. He plays all of the Oompa Loompas. No way. Way. That stinks. <laughs> or is it icy? Is it uh, kind of convincing you to see it? Yeah. What happened to the originals? They're all horrific, tragic deaths, I hope. I mean... Those orange-faced freaks. <laughs> little rascals. They're all dead. 
No, they'll live forever. No, I, I don't know. People are saying that it looks good, right? Are, I mean, people are actually saying it's okay, like reviews-wise. Yeah. It premiered at something. People are like, it's actually kind of fun. Mm. But people are fucked up. We need to remember. I can't imagine me sitting down for Wonka and being dazzled by... Not a chance, no. Because it's like a musical. I think we've mentioned this before, but they seem to be hiding that fact in the advertising, showing nobody singing at all. And then everyone's going to go see this, and Timmy's going to start crooning about chocolate and fizzy candies. And everyone's just going to be like, what am I doing here? Why is this happening? Timmy has a very unrealistic head shape. A word? Yeah. is Hmm. a thing that I've noticed. I mean... Kind of like Matt Reif. That's probably where my mind went. Interesting. Yeah. I think Matt Reif's going to be the stinger at the end of Wonka. He's going to be like the older brother. And they're going to be... They're going to tease a chocolate battle in the (laughs) second one. It's going to be a great franchise, I'm sure. Hmm. Because, yeah, they're not imagining they'll just make one. They're probably thinking, oh, this is going to be huge. We'll make a bunch of Wonkas. We'll just really stretch this to... The ends of the earth forever. Yeah, because God forbid they make anything standalone. God mm. forbid they take an original that was that did well, that they tried to reboot in 2005 and failed and just leave it at that. Yeah. They got to come back again. Like it's again. not that good of a story. Like, just no. leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> you're, being, you're being crazy over there, yeah. quite frankly. Deranged pedophile <laughs> with a tunnel full of chocolate <laughs> and rapes also, a bunch of kids. In that vein, like the unnecessary just sequel type stuff will smith confirms i am legend 2 is in the works saying quote i have a call with michael b jordan tomorrow the script just came in we're going with the mythology of the dvd version where my character lived wow i talked to michael and he's in Hmm. and we're gonna make the movie and i'm hoping we can have gay sex on set (laughs) as as i am a known homosexual (laughs) ha 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 Jada. I mean, I did. What's up? Who could forget the, the reveals we heard on Unwind with Tasha Kay recently? Where. Whom? <laughs> I don't know. Some friend of Will Smith's is going on all these like weird shows, telling all these stories. I can't remember his name, but he used to be like his manager or something. Oh, the guy. Oh, the one of his. I'm, look, I'm getting my wires crossed because there's no been doubt. a lot of P. Diddy news and there's been a lot of Will Smith news that are both damning and making them look really bad i mean it's very racist of you to cross those particular wires but it's fine because they're both uh african americans <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> mm. yes i have down will smith i am legend yep and i wrote wow i actually was planning on having anal sex with michael ha ha <laughs> like i wrote that as a bit like just in case you forget that you're <laughs> a homophobic asshole ryan i'm not homophobic it's a bit Michael B. fucking with Will Smith. Michael B. Jordan is not as talented as I would have said he was after watching Fruitvale Station. What do you think? Mm. I mean, I think he's good. I He's like stuck in the Creed verse. He hasn't been doing much outside of that, I feel. Right. Or maybe he just hasn't been in something in a while. And this doesn't seem like the right move. Like, oh, a, a 16 years later sequel to I Am Legend where I don't know if people remember that movie, Will Smith dies at the end. And so in this quote that he had here, we're going with the mythology of the DVD version where my character lived. They're making a sequel to a movie where his character died at the end, but they're going, no, no, just remember the deleted scene where he lived. And we're going with that. 
it's like no good it seems insane like think of another movie where the character dies at the end it's like the point of the movie basically and then they're just like oh here's a sequel he he didn't die actually he's just back (laughs) this is like dumb they're doing a lot in the way of i don't know what retcon or what just in the sense that this is a movie that was Kind of great. I don't want to call it perfect, but it was a very good... It was probably Will Smith's, one of his more respectable movies outside of Bad Boys. Yeah. Because it's a cool, like, acting showcase. It's like a castaway. He's the only guy in the movie, so it kind of all just relies on him bringing the chops. Yeah, it had decent CGI. It was very style stylized in a way that I find visually appealing. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff I like about I Am Legend, but... Uh, I don't need another one, and I. It's like what? Yeah, we get it. Like Michael B. Jordan's in the future, and he's even more jacked. Yeah. We are a legend. What is he going to be like? Your kid that you had somehow in this apocalyptic wasteland? Like, get this movie out of here! I already hate it so much. Wow. <laughs> I feel like Will Smith says "wow" in that way. Like, wow. He does. This is crazy. My wow. Will Smith impression sucks. It's a shame. I was hoping I could nail it. When I wrote the bits in it in my head, it was. It sounded really good. And I mean, I'm kind of into it. Wow, Jada, you humiliated me again. <laughs> it almost sounded like Peter Griffin there for a second. What if uh, Will Smith was on Family Guy? Yeah, it's like, what if Will Smith was the voice of the titular Family Guy on Family Guy? Wow, Lois, <laughs> you cuckolded with me again. I am humiliated. <laughs> Peter, so- I didn't mean it. You I had just, sex with Joe? Peter, I got into a situationship with our son's friend, uh, Zippy Cool Guy, or whatever his name is. Sorry, Peter. It's like Herbert cuckolding Will Smith. Oh, hey, Jada. Yeah, the, oh, let's have sex. Seth Green voicing Jaden Smith. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> Uh, wow. Did I tell you uh, about how when Lucy and I got married in Vegas, we were on the way to the White Wedding Chapel where also Ben Affleck and J-Lo got married, you're saying? Wow. To get our wedding ceremony. And on the way, we went back by an outdoor venue where I want to say Willow Smith was performing. And she's very bad. We were stuck in traffic, like <laughs> listening to her through the Uber windows. I remember her song, I, I Whip My Hair Back and Forth. Correct. Where she says that sentence over and over again for maybe like 300 spins. Well, that was a cut, but there's a lot of <laughs> others that are not so good. I like how public everything that happens to all of them is. It's all just, and they're part of it. They have like the Facebook oh, yeah. shows and all this stuff. Red Table Talk is not helping. And they're, them doing some sort of like a publicity tour of humiliating themselves and their family is, is, is great. Mm. Speaking of humiliating yourself and your family, did you see that Bradley Cooper said he's open to doing a fourth <laughs> Hangover movie? Yeah, that is. I like that he's announcing that as on the heels of this huge like Oscar bait movie, Maestro. He's like made this just classy, you know, Leonard Bernstein biopic. And he's on the press tour being like, yeah, I'd do another hangover. (laughs) You know, guys, the glue from the fake nose isn't even dry yet from removing it. But I'm into doing like a slapstick, like homophobe, like gross out comedy that no one will give a fuck about. That'll probably still make $280 million in its opening weekend. Yeah, let's just get uh, Todd Phillips on the line when he's done filming a Joker (laughs) sequel no one on the planet asked for. Yeah. 
He's like, that would be so funny if he followed up Joker 2 with Hangover 4. Are we in the minority of people that think like movies like The Hangover 4 and Joker 2 don't need to exist? Or is there like a line out the door waiting for Joker 2, like folly ado? Just, I honestly don't understand. Joker 2, I think people do want to see. I'm like curious what it is because that's supposed to be a musical also. And it's just like, I want to like... I'm morbidly curious, let's say. But Hangover 4, it's like people don't even remember Hangover 3, I feel, because it was bad. You remember the second one because you were like, wow, that was the exact same movie as the first one, but they were in Mexico. That was really shitty. The third one's like bad on a like Star Wars Rise of Skywalker way where you just forget about it immediately and you never want to talk about it ever for the rest of your life. Did someone say morbidly? <laughs> Fuck. I think that most sequels outside of some fun ones from the 90s are unnecessary. Yeah. I'm thinking Terminator 2. I'm thinking... Wait, wait, oh yeah, good ones. Good ones, <laughs> yeah, saying yeah. That was bad. I was good like... ones like Terminator 2, Caddyshack 2 is probably the best <laughs> one of all time. Yes, easily. Um, yeah, most of them, they make me sad. Big They're Tops like, 10. Like you got everyone together and you just like made the same movie again. Like you're a jerk. Agreed, You, you yeah. did bad. Agreed. <laughs> At least... I don't know, but speaking of sequels that I do appreciate, Home Alone 2, mm. that's a movie that it's basically the same as the first one, but I Wait. prefer it to the first. I got the Home Alone music right here. Yes. Read it in a Macaulay Culkin voice. <laughs> what he do is, you think? He has an insane voice. He was uh, getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame the other day. I think I can do it. And he gave a fun speech. Ooh, yeah, Max here. Let's see if I can. Hey, everybody, it's me, Mac. Ooh. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Whoa, I'm, that's like exactly I, what I, he's You know, I'm really happy to get my star on the Walk of Fame. Mm. And my my number one champion, my soulmate, is Brenda Song, my wife. Wow. And I just, I'm really, really happy about everything. I'm really happy that Michael Jackson never molested me. I'm over here like, should I do a Brenda Song voice? No, no, no keep going. Do a Brenda Song voice. <laughs> it won't be racist at all if you just do like, you sound like you work at Golden Temple in Brookline. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about being Macaulay Culkin is that I got famous really young and I never developed fully, but uh, here I am. I have a star and there's going to be a Home Alone movie and I'm very beloved, even though nothing I made outside of the Home Alone movies is... And maybe Uncle Buck is not horrifying, to I mean, say the least. When you have a run like he had when he was a child, you don't need to do anything else for the rest of your life. What about You're Party Seth? Monster? He shouldn't have done that. Speaking of Seth Green, that was a Macaulay Culkin Seth Green vehicle from the early aughts that is pretty fucked up if you're in the mood for a turkey. I remember in my days of hallucinogenic drugs when I was kind yeah. of out of my mind. I was at a party talking about movies with a guy once. At a party. At a party. His <sighs> wife's hand in a jar of acid. Huh. And some guy was like, you gotta watch Party Monster. And he pushed it on me hard. And I was thinking, this sounds like the best movie ever made. I'll check it out. Mm. So I bought the DVD at Best Buy, went home and watched it. It's a nightmare. Yeah, It's really weird and bad and it, it's meandering and slow. I hear the washing machine and one of the cats taking a shit right now. This They're is going to sound great on the, on the listen back. It's NBD. To me, it's a big deal. And I, I love how they take their extra long shits mid-show. They do that just for us and for the fans. So, I don't know. I like Macaulay. He's great. I yeah, think the, he's a hang. I was charmed by his speech that he gave. He ended it by saying, uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I thought that I was, was cute. Yeah, it was. I was like, am I going to start crying at this? This is fucked up. You do and like tears. I do. And he was there with uh, 
what's her name again? The woman from Home Alone, Kathleen. Kathleen. Um, Catherine O'Hara. Yes. Boom. Of uh, Home Alone and Shit's Creek fame. She was there, like giving a speech with him, and they posted a bunch of like side by sides of them in the movie. That's cute. Yeah. And them now, and I was like, wow. The power. You know, it'd be great if I could find my fucking Home Alone drops. I have like four, and they're all lost. I'll just do them for you. Fresher, 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 fresher. I got nothing. Pesci. But I think they should bring back the kid from Home Alone 3. Give him some work. What do you think? Oh, that kid. That abomination. I think he was the kid in like Max Keeble's big move. <laughs> blow, was, blow the dust off of that kid. He was poised to be the next like kid in everything. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know what? Let's call it. His chubby face and those like curtain bangs from the 90s. He looks like a little fucking cartoon cherub. And continuing from last week, I thought we'd discuss uh, the... <laughs> The rise of Matt Rife, who wow. just, he was in a big special last week that everybody hates, and this week, he's in a new movie with Jamie Kennedy called Don't Suck, a Vampire Comedy. Looks like it will suck. <laughs> Hold on one sec. And the tagline of this picture is, his comedy bites. Vampire stuff. Are they trying to make him like a Twilight sexy vampire? Probably. Is that back? I just think it's funny. Like, it seems like they made this movie overnight. Like, he's got his big special, and then this movie just pops up. I feel like they made this in a 24-hour period, and then just like, just put it out. Are you he- trying to tell me that Jamie Kennedy didn't put his heart and soul into something? <laughs> I'm not buying it. Yeah, fuck. That doesn't sound right, now that you mention it. But I feel like we should watch this for the bit, but I don't know. I'll wait for it to be on Hulu in like six days because paying to rent or buy this would be fucked oh, up. Oh, I'll pay to rent it. I'm an asshole. You can jump right in. And they finally finished filming Rust with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> they, what does that caption say? Uh, Alec's last day on the set, I'll miss you with a heart. I can't believe they finished. This is the movie that Alec Baldwin uh, accidentally shot a woman to death on the set of. A like straight to streaming western called Rust. That when that happened, I was like, "This movie's, you know, gonna get shot down and nope. not shot down, say, shut down, intended, and never finished." But oh, here no. we are; they finished it. Mm. And it's just funny to imagine everyone back on the set, like handing him a gun, being like, "Do we triple check this? Is everyone like, like, is this shot really worth it?" My favorite thing about the the rust shooting is that all the footage that came out later of him being like i don't want to aim the gun at you mm. like i just want to make sure that we're good here and then it's just like well then why did you just to me it's like i would have i don't understand why there were real bullets on the set period that's yeah. my biggest thought where where did the bullets come from why do they why don't they just have cap guns it was some whoever was in charge of the guns fucked up in a major way that's ridiculous it's going to be a very bad movie, too. Yeah, it's just, that's, how could you think about anything else while watching it? It just seems, like, silly. Alec Baldwin is probably the most New York man who has ever existed, so to believe him in a Western is, I don't think, possible, personally. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, certain people don't work in period pieces. No. You see them, you're just like, no, you exist in this time, and I can't unthink that. I could see him in like a 1980s period piece, which would really just be like a reimagining of one of his original movies. But Glad to hear that. 
Here I am, I'm back. Why don't you go ahead and CGI-DH me and then just pop me into the 80s. And I'll, uh, I'll have a goo and some sort of a... Put that coffee down. I used to play Jack Ryan. I was in the hunt for Red October. I used to be like an action guy. Then I put on a lot of weight and I was in The Departed. He loves yo-yoing. He's, have you ever heard Pete Davidson tell the story oh, about how when he was on SNL with Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin asked how he stays skinny and he said he does push-ups every day and Alec Baldwin was like, I'm going to do push-ups every day and then like would follow up with him about it a lot. Oh, hey, dude. I don't know. I thought it was funny. You got to kind of see the story in the way that it's told. But uh, Then I totally like fucked Alec Baldwin, dude. Fuck I'm that. surprised he didn't fuck Haley Baldwin before <laughs> Justin Bieber tied her down. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Just... A- and uh, Hilaria. Mm-hmm. Although she gets pregnant, like, just looking at a guy. So that wouldn't be a good idea. Speaking of couples, uh, David Lynch. Wow. His wife has filed for divorce. This was David's fourth marriage. I thought those crazy kids were going to make it. God damn it. Oh, my God. I am distraught. My wife got tired of listening to me go on and on like this. About the weirdest stuff you've ever heard in your life. David, uh, yes. I, I got to be honest with you, David. What? I hate all of your movies. What What do you mean? They don't. I don't get it. What do you hate about them? Lucy referenced Twin Peaks. Lucy likes Twin Peaks, actually. And she referenced yes. uh, Mulholland Drive last yes. night. And I Great was movie. like, she actually compared our featured review or one of our movies. I guess you could say it's our feature review, May, December. She said yeah. it was very much like Mahal and Drive. And I said, um, er, Lynchian. <laughs> yes. And she kind of sighed. I love that. Yeah. No, it does. Right? Yeah. He, I'm a big fan, even though I don't always get his stuff. And a lot of it's so weird. It's like, what are you even doing? I don't get any of it. That's my point. Most of it, I'm just, I find it interesting. I'm never bored by it. I thought it was interesting. I'm like looking at the screen like, what the fuck's going on here? All those movies are like weird nightmares that shouldn't exist mm. and I'm I'm glad they do. Did you see that uh yes Disney's wish only made nineteen million dollars and it cost two hundred? I bet they wish it made more. I did <laughs> I did the math and was released in thirty nine hundred theaters on its opening weekend. Wow, that's a big bomb. That is a major <laughs> release. So <laughs> movies don't get bigger releases. This is catastrophic. So if you divided it down to how much each theater made, it's less than $5,000 a theater. (laughs) And if you break it down to probably how many showings that it was, it's like a couple hundred bucks a show. Wow. Disney is in trouble. (laughs) This is... I watched part of a Bob Iger interview where he was kind of boasting about Disney. And it was just like, what are you doing, dude? That that interview was unreal. He had a bunch. I have some pull quotes. Did you watch it with the New York Times guy? I saw like quotes from it. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I watched probably 10 minutes of it. Not only is it punishingly boring, he just seems like he's on another planet. Yeah. He had a punch of... Uh... Oh, yeah. He said uh, his and other Disney execs' uh, main goal now is quality over quantity. After like years of releasing just sequels and live action remakes and dog shit, he's like, you know what? Maybe we should make these good. Like, huh? The New York Times guy was stroking him a little bit in the beginning, kind of thinking, well, you know, Bob, how's everything going really good at Disney? And he says, oh, yes, you know, we stepped into the streaming universe and da 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 da. It's like, Bob, why don't you pump the brakes? Like, Disney Plus has taken a catastrophic loss. Yeah, like they. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah, like they watered everything down. Like, the Marvels 
you had to watch two Disney Plus series to like know who two of the main characters in it even were. And oh. they just, they have, also in that same article, he says the most recent stuff wasn't as good because uh, they didn't have executives like on the set watching the day-to-day stuff. So it was made during COVID. So he's basically like admitting that they've been releasing shit for years, but also saying it's not their fault because they weren't like there. I don't think so, Bob. Yeah, it's just like pathetic mm. and fucked up. And I, I don't think they're gonna like write the ship. Like they still have just a bunch of sequels and live action remakes in the works, unless they like cancel all those and start from scratch as a company. I don't think it looks good for them. I don't have really any high hopes for anything that they're putting out yeah. ever like there's not i can't remember the last time there was a disney movie on disney plus that i was into and the only reason i haven't canceled it is because my nephew likes it well it's a good thing that like they're the only game in town and one of three huge conglomerates making things at all at the stage in the game good and also it's sunday morning i have a little beacon we just got this from oh, one no. of our fans happy sunday everybody god bless you stay prayed up that's it? Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Uh, <laughs> hey. Mark, just to remind you, you have committed hate crimes. Hey, what do you mean? I don't know if you saw this. This was a, a powerful collab. Bam Margera was uh, exercising in one of Mark Wahlberg's gyms recently. I, I saw that. Yeah, that picture of him like working out in front of a huge mural from Mile 22, one of Mark's truly worst films. Oh. And then through that, like... Uh, Mark sent him a video like, hey, Bam, I'm seeing all the progress you're making. Like, really proud of you. And like, I need Bam dead. He mentioned something about the Lord. I love the idea of like Mark courting Bam Margera <laughs> into like religion. Like, hey, hey, come join my weird cult. Wear little shorts, beat yeah. up black guys. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Him like, hey, I want to be in the next Jackass movie. <laughs> Bam, write me into that. Yeah, hit me right in the nuts. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg, and this is making burgers in a huge oversized grocery cart while you're being pushed down a highway or whatever we do in Jackass. We'll get my brother Paul involved. No one knows who he is except people from Hingham. Yeah. We'll get him and Wee Man to do some sort of a, like, collab. And then we'll get Donnie in a car with Ryan Dunn. They'll drive right into a pylon. I'm forgetting how to do this voice. I'm so excited just thinking about Mark Wahlberg in a Jackass movie. Hi, my name's Mark Wahlberg, and you're here for... And this is Jackass, and here I am doing the hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> it's me and... Uh, They're like... Bow, 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 yes. Plays, and then he just starts hitting an Asian guy. Down, down, down. Everyone has to pull him down. off down. as he's screaming Bible verses at him. Hey. <laughs> Mark sucks. Stay prayed up. I saw a clip of him the other day talking about his five favorite movies that he's done. And he mentions the fact that he likes, of the movies that he's done, he likes the ones that are based on true stories the most. Hey. So Father Stu was the first one that came to mind. <sighs> which leads me to believe that he just needs Father Stu to stream the most. Yeah. In the sense that that's probably where he gets the most money. What do you think? I think that sounds right. He got a little piece of the streaming on Father Stu. Hey. With those new SAG deals. <laughs> Father Stu's going to be in Jackass 5. It's yeah. be fucking crazy. I'm one of like 10 people in Hollywood whose entire career makes no fucking sense. That's right. And I'm here forever. Yeah. I have a whole c- fucking cult following of fucking assholes because right. I'm the worst dude ever and I'm 5'3". <sighs> oh, 
I hope he hears the pod sometime with us making fun of him and he gets really angry. What do you think? I do too. Guess what? If I ever bumped into him in Boston, I'd pretend like I loved him. Yeah. What do you think? Mm. Total phony. Just immediately buckling. Hey, Mark, great to meet you. Big fan. I think you're the fucking best. I watched uh, the Wahlberg's reality show. I watched Wall Street. Uh, I thought that Paramount Plus... uh, Original was actually pretty good. Oh, that Antoine Fuqua movie. Called, yeah, I like, loved it. We the, loved it. The Buffalo Spies. Or we loved the Buffalo Spies. <laughs> we thought it was so fucking good. Mark, we love your fucking shit. You're the best. I literally could come up with probably a two-minute rant on why I like Mark Wahlberg that would be totally, totally hey. false. Hey. I could do it, though, if need be. Speaking of totally false, did you see that uh, Cynthia Nixon of Sex and the City fame is doing a hunger strike for a ceasefire in Israel? Like the whole, uh, you know, I'm not going to speak on it because my opinions Mm. are silly. And that this is a comedy show. But I just think Cynthia Nixon on a hunger strike is funny. Mm, Because she's skinny. She's very skinny, (laughs) and I imagine there's some self-interest in there. I'm just, I'm not going to eat, and it's for the people of... Uh, of Hamas or whoever, and mm. I'm a freak. Hi. I can't do what I don't even know what her voice sounds like to do a Cynthia Nixon impression. Yeah. I was thinking about going down, like playing the Sex and the City theme and doing like, this is Samantha. Like, I'm not yeah. going to suck any dick for <sighs> Israel. I mean, <clears throat> in this Cynthia Nixon vein, I'm calling for a ceasefire to the new Sex in the City show and just like that or whatever that's called. I almost just spit out my liquid death. That's, that's another plug. That show needs to be shut down. I don't think Take anyone's it watching down. it. Even like the gals. Do you know any gals watching this new Sex in the City? Not really, no. And I have a decent sample size from just women that I train and fucking, you know, all the fucking, fucking what's up, I'm ladies? a married man, this is a bit, fucking, what's up though, so if you're fucking, interested in me, stay away, fucking, happily married, just fucking hang out with me instead, oh, fucking, I feel like shit. the fucking guy is a kiss fan, am I wrong, fucking, yeah, mm. I, I fucking kiss, you like kissing, yeah, <laughs> did you see the kiss, <laughs> speaking of kiss, they're doing a, they're gonna go off of tour, but the tour is not going to end. They're going to do a virtual tour with themselves as digital avatars. Oh. How does that sound? I was going to say, they're on tour? <laughs> like, Gene Simmons. Hey, everybody. Like, hey, we're doing a tour of yeah. uh, local VFW halls. <laughs> we're bigger than ever. I think Kiss kind of sucks. This they, is a cut. Lick it up. No. They have like a couple cuts. Give this a second. I just think Gene Simmons sucks and their whole like dressing up shtick. Although I think it's funny for them to do it at this age. Yeah. Like having to get all dolled up <laughs> to sing these. 70-year-old men with makeup all over their face. Yeah. Gene Simmons' like weird tongue. Sitting in the makeup chair for like three hours. Like what the fuck am I doing this for? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can but. you imagine having to wear makeup everywhere you go for years on it at a time? Because wasn't there a period where no one saw their real faces? Wasn't that like they were kind of doing the Daft Punk dead mouse thing where it was a yeah. secret? Like, we're actually really uh, important artists. and uh, um, Callista, it's me, Harrison Ford. I'm a member of KISS now. My earring. Um, do it. I have a lot of dumb shit written down. What do you got for good news? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Doug Lyman, who are behind oh. the upcoming Roadhouse remake. Some fucking sexy Roadhouse. They were very upset that the movie is evidently not getting a theatrical release and was going to go straight to streaming. So they tried to convince Jeff Bezos to give it a theatrical release by screening it for him on his yacht. 
Mm. And the movie is still going to streaming. So it didn't work out for Jeff. I guess so. And this is kind of an embarrassing story to come out. Imagine Jeff sitting yeah. like in the direct in a director's chair on the bow with his weird rubber faced wife. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know the thing about this is, is not, I'm in the movie <laughs> business now just because I'm really rich. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's insane that that's what it's come to. Yeah. Like you have to beg. You know, they're big deals, director and actor wise. They have to beg this ridiculous. Yeah. Zillionaire, be like, can we? Can you please put a movie in theaters? So he won't green light this for theaters, but Eddie Murphy's Candy Cane Lane gets front front page promotional shit all over the Amazon app. Yeah. And it will probably be streamed endlessly. Did you watch Candy Cane Lane? Sure didn't. Wow. We might have to at some point. It looks pretty fun. It's mm. now streaming. I live on Candy Cane Lane. Candy. I ate all the candy canes. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Fuck. Um, they announced the Black Phone 2, Ethan Hawke will return, and the rest of the cast of that, uh, somewhat underdogish horror movie from last year. I liked it. We reviewed it on this here program. You can go back and hear it. I think it was the name of whatever particular episode. But I don't think I've ever seen a movie that needed a sequel less than Mm. the Black Phone. (laughs) And it's like, oh, what? It's just gonna keep ringing again? (laughs) I yeah I don't even remember what happened in that movie. Like, is it his his daughter in the basement or something? And it's like a bunch of supernatural right. mumbo jumbo. I don't. I remember liking it. Yeah, it was fine. Was Black Phone, the movie that you got like a bunch of annoying phone calls during and kind of missed like a large chunk of the first act. No, that was something else. Oh, that was Barbarian. I think. Yes, that's. I'm getting right. the wires crossed because they were a month apart and we saw them in the same theater. The movies. The movies. But it's fine. But I like... Some things are good as like a one-off. Agreed, yeah. Then like when you turn into a franchise, it's like, what, now this is a franchise? Like, it wasn't that good. Like, get out of here. Anything that is cheap to make and and is a surprise success, they want to do it again. Yeah. They just keep reinventing the wheel. And one might say that's like what they did with the Saw universe, but we love the Saw universe unironically, yeah. so that's an exception. And they were like the first to do it. Or the first in a while. Sure. So it's like, I'm just... I'll give a pass to Saw. And also in that vein, Thanksgiving 2 just got greenlit with Eli Roth returning to direct. We reviewed that last week or maybe the week yeah. before. Speak, so, yeah, Thanksgiving, I understand why they would do that given that it was, I think it only had, like in the second weekend rather, the box office only had a 31% drop. So it was the best performing horror movie of 2023, which I guess is saying something considering it was a horror heavy year. Mm. But I don't know. I, I think Eli Roth, had, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it when it's streaming. You really hated it, though. It, so It stinks. And you're an Eli guy. Yeah. Friend of the show, Logan, liked it a lot, which made me question it. But I, I had no fun watching it. It was, like, boring. It didn't even have fun kills. It's not funny or... It had nothing. Fun. They have Tim Dillon in it, who's a very funny guy, but they give him nothing to work with. It's a waste of everyone's time and money. Mm. And uh, Patrick Dempsey didn't even bring the thunder. World's sexiest man, as we remember. He is very sexy. Yeah, baby. I want to um, smell his hair. <laughs> Ooh, give him a good sniff. Mm. Oh, did you see Sebastian Stan's going to play Donald Trump in a movie called The Apprentice? I did see that, and that is some wild casting. I never would have imagined he would play Trump in something. I, I could see him as a young Trump before like the hair got ridiculous. and I mean, it was always a little ridiculous. Before the hair got really ridiculous and before... The f- like 
the, the weight gain, I guess, and the orange, orange tan. It's fun to imagine Trump seeing this and be like, okay, he's, he's handsome. I'll take that. He's mm. going to be good. Mm. I'll executive produce this. I loved him in Fresh. This will work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Marvel guy. I think his run as the Winter Soldier was fantastic. You're fired. I'm a bit of a nerd. The uh, magazine, I think it was called Rosie, was a total failure. Um, er, uh, I thought, uh, I thought the Marvels was actually pretty good. Uh, even though I did have to watch several Disney Plus series just to get it. I'm bad at that voice. And they released a trailer for Furiosa, the Mad Max Fury Road prequel with Anya Taylor-Joy and Chris Hemsworth. I think it looks pretty dope. You're excited about this. Yeah. It just looks like another Fury Road. Fury Road's a perfect movie. So if they botch this, I'm going to be disappointed. And I don't like the fact that they didn't give Charlize something. Mm. I could do without Tom Hardy mumbling away with a weird thing on his face. Mm. I'm kind of putting him in the obits personally. Whoa. What about Venom 3? Uh, okay. That's he's, it, though. He's back in. You hated Venom 2, though. So it's. I did. Interesting that you would champion 3. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I feel like Charlize deserved a role in this. And I'm not sure what. It was probably a money thing. Because mm. there's no way she's shown up for less than a few million dollars. Perhaps mm. her quote is something like, I don't know, two mil Ooh. a day. Could be. What if I was in Fury Road too? <sighs> what am I doing? Hey, I'm trying to drive this war, war machine. I have no idea what I'm doing. <sighs> I live, I die, I live again. <laughs> <laughs> Spray me. Spray me with that silver stuff. I'm one of your war boys. Hey, I'm, I'm coming here. I'm trying to ascend to Valhalla, but I don't remember how to get there because I'm delusional. Oh. It's all right. Hey. We'll y- call it Dementia Max. yippee ki Motherfucker. <laughs> I got an assault rifle now. Yeah, that's right. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Hey. Hey, that's in the old bits. Don't talk about that. That's dead, baby. <laughs> got me good with that, uh... The Furiosa stuff, or whatever that was. He's Good in. stuff. 10-year anniversary of Paul Walker's death, R.I.P. Fuck. That's a shame. That's fucked up. You're yeah. going to make me cry. I'm in tears. I was going to play the Fast 7 music and just stare into your eyes, but no. you know we've done that enough. Yeah. Rest in peace. Did you see that Vin Diesel post, speaking of that? Pablo. He had such an insane rambling post about it. It's incredible. I love how some people like have a classy online presence, and you're like, oh, they probably have a guy operating this. I would bet any anything that Vin Diesel is doing his own posts. Oh, yeah. Like, there's just no doubt about it. Every post he puts up is him. There's no, there's no assistance whatsoever. You can just tell by yeah. the wording and the yeah, rambling. Yeah. It's, it's the good stuff. Yeah, I'm a big Vin guy. We lost Henry Kissinger this past week. You Which made out a, like a bandit on that. Yeah, I get did. him in the death pool. Uh, yeah. Are you going to move in on his wife? <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I need to pick a replacement for that. But they, Debbie Mazar of Entourage fame posted this picture that a lot of people were bidding online of Henry Kissinger, her, John Waters, and Todd Salons. Wow, send me that. It's a real powerful That's a tag. quattro. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tag myself as Todd Salons, <laughs> you as Henry Kissinger, and I want to say Monty as John Waters. That seems about right. And then Lucy can be Debbie Mazer and get and confused and not repost it. <laughs> You're like, what is this? 
What am I looking at? Or like, oh my God, it's so nice to meet you, Todd Salons. I loved you and I loved your work and happiness. Yeah. Henry Kissinger, like, I, I loved uh, life during wartime. <laughs> no, that's one of your lesser scenes. I, I thought it was great. Dark Horse was an excellent film. Mm. John Waters, like, what about me? Mm. Do you remember Divine? <laughs> Her having a two on Henry Kissinger's shoes. The poo eater. Poo eater. <laughs> If so, you haven't seen Pink Flamingos, folks, get in there. It's it's a it's a must watch. Mm. No, I'm remembering her eating the poo. I'm getting it's appalling. Out. Yeah, it's fucked up. Looks like somebody filmed it on a handy cam, and it's real bad. I own it on DVD, and <laughs> I I celebrate it every year. It celebrates the entire catalog. I do, much like I do. Uh, nope, I got nothing else. Go ahead. The there's a new boys spinoff. Or a new The Boys spinoff in the works titled The Boys, colon, Mexico. Executive produced by Gael Garcia Bernal and Diego Luna, who were in E Tu Mama Tambien together. Sweeney. <laughs> and I like The Boys and its first spinoff, Gen V, but a third spinoff? I think they might be like teetering th- on the edge of... That's um, out to lunch, yeah. yeah. I shut Gen V. If we're being honest, I, th- I thought it? it started strong and then it just gets like real comic booky, and I just I found myself getting bored with it. Okay, I liked the uh, the first season was only six episodes. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed it, but yeah, the if we're gonna get into like you're in like Walking Dead territory, yes, three spinoff or two spinoffs, and the first one's still on. It's like come on, I, I there's only so much time in the day. You gonna have me watching three of these? Well, that's the part that's so bothersome is that Hollywood is just greedy. No. They're they're just milking every property for as much as they can, property, and they can't let anything die. And it just especially this one, it's like the boys calling Mexico. It's like what is this a uh, NCIS? Like you're just like <laughs> they're in Mexico now. Like they're in a new place. Here you go. Here's yeah. another show. Yeah, them being in different environments is not a whole new thing. Yeah, like it's not. It doesn't seem worthy. Of no, no, no. Existing, it's kind of just. I don't know. I'm upset about it. And then people like Nicolas Cage have said they're going to make less movies. That's a quote I read from him this week. And it's like, he's made like three really good movies in the last year or two. Yeah. And you're the guy who's going to take a seat? Cut to me being like, the boys Mexico is sick. You got to watch it. (laughs) I really hope so. And my last news item is Mark Cuban is leaving Shark Tank after 16 seasons. Are you a Shark Tank guy? Uh, I'm kind of, yeah. I used to watch it a lot more. I kind of fell off with it. I kind of want to go on Shark Tank with my idea for the trapdoor shower that you can shit in. Ooh. Where, like, the bottom comes out yeah. and you can just poop right in the shower. He makes him doing that, like, oh, mm. like, gif meme. Mark, <laughs> Mark I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for an investment of $880 million for, uh, you know, 1% ownership in the shit trapdoor shower. He, like, chomps at the pit. He's like, I'll take that action before Mr. Wonderful gets in. Like, I need it. They're I'm, all fighting over it. I'm ready to sign right now. Terry Benedict or whatever that other guy's <laughs> name is is fighting them for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mark, Wal- uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark, uh, hey, how you doing? I'm on Shark Tank now. Hey. <laughs> yeah, like, him, like... <laughs> People coming in like, I got an idea for a business. We sell burgers and like it has no reason to exist outside of like there's a pun about my name. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Here's all the money that I have. Sign. Let's from, fucking go. From the residuals of the Fear DVD. Let's fucking go. Did you watch Stay Antoine Fuqua's like Gypsy Horse or whatever <laughs> that movie is called? Yeah, War Horse 2. Fucking extended edition. Um, 
what was I going to say? Mark Cuban's had a weird week. If I could take you to the sports corner before we go on a break, because yeah. I do have uh, other Mark Cuban news. Mark Cuban, I thought you were talking about like a Cuban version of me. I was like, this is fucking crazy. All right, men. I'm going to have to fight this. We're Cuban in the sports me. corner, men. Hey. How you doing? Take him out. Hey, my fucking dick's out. Mark Cuban sold some of his ownership in the Dallas Mavericks, leading people to believe that he's having money problems. And sports legend, uh, runner Oscar Pistorius is released from prison and he lost everything. A word? And Shannon Sharp brushes his teeth seven to ten times a day. I saw that. I saw the video where he like explains it in depth. Yes. He's like, I brush my teeth twice, then I have breakfast, go brush them again, <laughs> then I... It's like, what are you doing brushing so much? I feel like he's got caps or veneers and like maybe it's possible. But if you have normal teeth and you brush them that much, the enamel is going to come right off. So I don't recommend that for anybody. Yeah. Um, that's all my news, except for the fact that Mike, the situation, Sorrentino from Jersey Shore in his heyday, spent half a million dollars on cocaine and Oxycontin. Um, Very cool. Sean Penn has spent the last three years undercover as a garbage man in New York for a movie uh, for Amazon Prime. That sounds good. And Bad Baby, a.k.a. Danielle Brigoli, a.k.a. the Cash Me Outside girl from Dr. Phil, is pregnant with her first child at maybe 21. A word? And she's like an OnlyFans billionaire. So we're very much in a simulation, and I'm about to go to the bathroom in my pants, which I feel like is a glitch. The father of that child, David Lynch. Yes, yes. Danielle. Me and bad baby are expecting. <laughs> Who would have thought? Can you even believe it? <laughs> I'm 80 years older than my son. That is right. You and would have thought that it was a black guy, but it's me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will be right back. <laughs> Be right back. Coming at ya. Hey now. Hey team, we're back. Wow. Charging out the gates with a review of the new Todd Haynes Netflix original, May, December. Bad, bad out. This movie was actually good. Don't, uh... This wasn't your normal Netflix original. This was a real movie. Would you agree? It was, and it the release that the fact that it was released to Netflix makes little to no sense, really, in a in a logical way. Yeah, I saw people online being like, "This is a new like Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore movie. Like, should maybe put this in theaters. People probably theaters don't it. exist anymore. And it's 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 funny because a movie like this would have been. I don't know. I feel like it, it, a movie like this exists in a strange way on a streaming service and probably would have been great in the theaters 10 years ago. Because mm. this is a movie somewhat based on a true story. I saw some clips of like the real people it's based on earlier. and But this movie, like it's not a biopic. It does its own thing. Just That's the premise. Where mm. 20 years after their notorious tabloid romance gripped the nation, a married couple buckles under pressure when an actress arrives Buckle. to do research for a film... About their past. That actress is Natalie Portman. Julianne Moore is the older woman in the scandalish. Uh, scandalish? I suck their cocks. Scandalous relationship. <laughs> and I thought everyone was very good in this. Natalie Portman looks great. She does. First of all, given that she's 40, probably two, three. She's such a babe. Monty actually hooked up with her at Harvard. Oh, I'm not word? sure you knew that. Yeah. 
That'd be so sick if that was true. He lost his virginity to Natalie Portman. He did some like cool leg stuff with her. He actually, that's how he got her. He went, they were at a bar and he popped his leg off and he goes, check it out, babe. And mm. then like cornholed her in the bathroom. Yeah, it was just like the opening of the social network. It was basically the same thing. Same thing. Took place at the same bar. Near Havid. It was a Havid uh, bar. Yeah. I would say Julianne Moore is hysterical in every movie she makes. Mm. Like just not hysterical funny, hysterical like losing her mind. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh my fucking God, I'm just... I'm so crazy. It's fucked Joe, get up. get out of here. Joe, Joe. Just give Joe a delicate little off-screen. That was nice, yeah. Kane. She's a magnificent cunt, <laughs> I might even say. But yeah, they were great in that. The real standout, though, I thought was uh, the guy who played the younger guy in this relationship. His name is Charles Melton. Mm. He was really good. Do you agree? Um... He really sold he like, a he, guy who yeah. was got into a serious relationship when he was 13 with his older teacher. I liked the fact that it was like the scene that got me in particular. There were two scenes with him that really sold me or got me with him. There's a scene where he's sitting outside with his older Asian father and they're smoking cigarettes together. And there's just a giant ashtray full of butts. Yeah. And that, it's funny, but it's also like sad in a way. Because he's a, such a young dad. They look like yeah. brothers. Right. And it's like a weird... Dy- and then like his dad's crying... Or him as the dad, he's crying to his son. Being like, I'm sorry, I just like fucked everything up. It was like a very interesting movie. Where I was like, wow, this is, this is doing some work. Joe, yeah. Joe, you're. I can't help but notice that you're back on the table. Yeah, you got to take a hike, even after my delicate dismount. Every week you do this, day and night she talks. Each <laughs> word more useless than the next. She just loves the pot. She loves what she's hearing about May December. Yeah, I guess. But I, I dug this. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I gave it yeah. a two and a half out of five, which is a good rating for me. Ooh, it means halfway to perfect. It's, it's halfway there. It's so close. Mm. But yeah, the Todd Haynes, who did most recently Carol with Kate Blanchett, oh. and he's a guy like... That's who that is. I think he's like a serious Todd Salons, or he's like in that wheelhouse. Joe, he's like on. making interesting stop. stuff about like people being... <laughs> I hope we just got Joe's like little meh on mic. She... The third mic is turned off, otherwise that would have been perfect. But yeah, the... Todd Haynes, he's kind of a worker. Mm. I'm going to cue him up on IMDb because I forget his whole uh, deal, but I think he did at least one other interesting movie. Another scene I loved in this is when Natalie Portman is talking to the students and the kid, the high school kid is saying, oh, did you do any sex scenes when you were acting? And, um, oh boy. Mm. And we're good. she, initially the teacher is mad and whatever, and then classic. Mm. And then... She's trying, she just sort of leans into it and starts explaining in graphic detail what it's like to film a movie sex scene and making all the kids uncomfortable. I got a kick out of that. Mm. That was something I would do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they really like Todd Haynes. You have his IMDb? Oh, yeah. What else did he do? I wrote, talked about the ashtray. Lucy actually compared this movie to Mulholland Drive. That wasn't even my thoughts, but it's definitely accurate. What an astute observation! Great job, Lucy. Um, Todd it. Haynes also did... He did I'm Not There, that movie where everyone played Bob Dylan. Oh, God. Which was like kind of fun, even though it probably didn't need to be made. Far From Heaven, another Julianne Moore movie that I've never seen. Velvet Goldmine. 
Dark Waters, that Ruffalo movie that I also didn't see. So he's a little spotty, but I did like Carol, I must say. I feel like Carol was good, yeah, but I think I shut off all of those. Did we see Dark Waters in theaters? No. Are you sure? Definitely That's not. That's a COD flick, I feel like. I remember we shut it when it came out, though. I remember COD being like, into that. I heard someone on Twitter or something be like, this is a great Ruffalo crime drama. Look at him in the corner over there. I got a Ruffalo standee staring right into my eyes. They knew. They knew, and they did nothing. Um, the scene where Julianne Moore is trying on dresses with her daughter, or the daughter's trying on dresses, and she, she comes out wearing the, the one dress, and Julianne loves it, the daughter doesn't, and she comes back out in another dress, and she's like, I'm so proud of you for showing your arms. You're a modern woman, and you're, so, you're not worried about societal beauty norms. And you could see the daughter's just getting crushed. Yeah, she's like, oh, They were both doing some good work in that scene. Like, it was really, like, yeah. a lot of range. The kids were the funniest part, because they... Was showing how like embarrassed they were by their yeah. situation, and uh, they just had, yeah, like they would give Julianne Moore's character a lot of guff in a very funny way. Good kid stuff. Yeah, and I like the the fact that the 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 younger husband, rather Julianne Moore's younger husband, was living life later, and you could see how emotionally stunted he was. There's a scene where he hooks up with uh, Natalie Portman, and you can tell he's just like very uncomfortable with the process. Doesn't like know how to talk to a woman. Doesn't know how to be a man. Be a man, hmm. and it's it's just like as a result of having been in a relationship with a much much older woman from such a young age and never learning how to develop because yeah. she was just swooping in in a predatory way. It's funny, yeah. Cause Julianne Moore at one point when they're fighting, she's like, "You you courted me or whatever," and he's like, "I was 13. <laughs> and she's like, "Still, it's it's a very like wacky story that I think they get a lot of good stuff out of." Mm. This would be like a, a movie about me and older boy where in some universe we got married and, and there was a movie made about us mm. starring like Keir Gilchrist and Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting a phone call. Mm. Uh, it's Todd Haynes. Oh, my God, Todd. He wants. Wait, you want to make older boy your next yes, movie? Yes. Starring Keir Gilchrist and uh, Larry the Cable Guy in <laughs> full get her done mode. Wow. Yes. Shirtless the entire movie like Burt Kreischer. Yep. What do you think? Todd's on the other line. He's saying yes to all that. And ZZ Top's going to do the soundtrack. Yep, he's liking that too. Okay, he great. Inspired. <laughs> all right, coming at you. We're going to do the soundtrack to Older Boy the Movie here at WFFF. <laughs> Todd Haynes' latest and greatest. We're coming at you. I feel and like my Dr. Pepper sips are coming up on the on the mic. They are. I was just sip sipping myself. Mm. But Joe, I, shut up. I uh, recommend this wholeheartedly. May December on Netflix, right now mm. and in perpetuity. But one might imagine, unless they delete it from existence. They might, they might. They don't do that a lot. That's more like a HBO Max move. I was gonna say that's a very much an HBO Max move, just erasing things from existence, like American yeah. Pickle and uh, <laughs> I don't know what was the other one. There's another one. Oh, Hello, like Ladies, the, probably the Scooby Doo movie, that uh, Grease prequel series, uh, the Batgirl movie, that <laughs> Acme versus whatever. They delete a lot of their stuff from oh. existence. Some of them get shelved permanently. It's fucked up out of there. Mm. And speaking of movies that should have been shelved, should we go on to our next... Uh, oh, Manodrome? Yes. I'm actually... I'm being rude. This movie was actually decent. Uh, well, I didn't like it as much as May, December. I can say that much. Yeah. I mean, 
I thought it was interesting. This is a Jesse Eisenberg vehicle. Let me find a sign. I got one. Conflicted about his girlfriend's pregnancy, Ralphie's life spirals out of control when he meets a mysterious family of men. Hmm. I have a meets for this or just like a, a comparison. Hit me. I felt like it was a less stylized neon demon for dummies. Wow. And it's Gen Z's fight club. Yeah, that's pretty spot on. With like a bunch of sensitive idiots. F- battling their sexuality, living in a home together. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg with red hair was really making me laugh. He looks awful with red hair. He looked very silly. I Not was, his look. I was like, is this like a new Riverdale <laughs> reboot? Or, <laughs> it's like bright red, like Ronald McDonald hair. It's crazy. And he, it's him as like a gym guy. He's probably like the best shape he's been in, I guess. He has like almost an upper body going on. Normally, he's very much a nebbish kind of guy, but he looked all right. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it, they were trying to be cool, if it was supposed to be funny, because it was very funny to me early on in the movie when he was, like, exercising and just having his insane haircut. Doing bicep curls in a wife beater with a mouth guard in his mouth. Yeah. Which makes no sense. I don't know why you'd need a mouth guard to lift weights. Did you notice former basketball player George Mureshan has a rather lengthy scene in this movie? I had to look him up. I was like, this this tall, like, Marfan syndrome freak is somebody that I've seen before. So I guess I'm in the sports corner. I think he played for, like, the the 86ers or one of those teams. Uh, Somebody fact-checked that. I get 86 anytime I want to. (laughs) It's a team of drunk Nicolas Cages getting thrown out of a bar. Uh, Huh? 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 On the beach? We're going to win this season. Yeah, I play basketball. My character from Pig. I still want to see dream scenario. I'm going to get that in this week so we can talk about it next week. I feel like I will fall asleep and have my own dream scenario during <laughs> dream scenario, but you I want to see it anyway. Son what do you think? Bitch bastard. I kind of hated Manodrome. It was sort of forced and weird on purpose. It didn't have a lot of what I need. It, it, it just was, I don't know. I liked how weird it was. It was uh, weird almost to a fault, but I'll take a movie that isn't predictable over, you know, anything that's kind of like predictable and paint by the numbers. I suppose it was something new, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at it, just like, oh, this is silly. I can't believe they made this. (laughs) What a weird... And I don't know if that's good, but it's an interesting. I thought it was interesting. I'm finding everything interesting this week. Mm. That's why I did the interesting quote twice, I'm realizing. Isn't that interesting? I feel like when you say a movie is interesting... And you, that's your recommendation. I go into it with some trepidation. Mm. Trepidation. I'm like, oh boy, he thinks it's interesting. It's, huh? the, it's the new icy boring. That's like his way of saying it's a slow burn that you're probably going to check out on. And mm. I, I myself checked out on this one. Yeah, it means like I, it had some stuff, and I kept waiting for it to get. Right. I think I finished it because there was like, what else am I going to do with this? Mm. I'm not going to shut it off. And like, I knew you were going to watch it. So I was thinking like, well, we should at least have the end together. Mm. I wrote, (laughs) it's funny. There's a scene where they're all in the gym and like they show DIs in the background. It's always funny when you see a DI in a movie and you're like, fuck, that's totally bigger than mine. God damn it. Fuck you. Fucking never had that thought, my man. Fuck, yeah, I forget what I said. I was my dick's like, fucking huge, bro. <laughs> fucking hear me? Hear that, Eisenberg? You should just watch, uh, I don't know, like 
observe and report. That guy mm. is a horrible dick. That's the true. flasher with the trench coat. He does have a That'll make dead. you feel better by yourself or maybe the hangover. These were probably like stunt DIs also. They probably dicks. like or just they were like, let's get some hogs in the background because you can't it would be distracting to have a small DI. Would you go to a dick casting call if the price was right? <laughs> I would. <laughs> What's your price for dick on camera? They, yeah, Full frontal. In front of like a huge casting room. They're all yes. like. <laughs> what would be if they called you in as the small dick guy for Fuck. a big movie and mm. they offered you $8,300? Are you saying yes? The one role you don't want to get. Yeah. They're like, you're perfect. We've <laughs> got your, your front of the list. Send, this- send all the other small dicks home. We found it. Smallest, worst dick we've seen all day, gentlemen. Yes. And they pull out the pen and paper, get you signing right away. They're calling him the new Ken Jeong. A white Ken Jeong. We yeah. never thought we could see it. It's like, wow, he's really got the worst of both worlds. Get nice and cold before. <laughs> think of something awful. This kid's a star. If I was going to have to show my penis on camera, I would probably really fluff it up. Like to the point where it was inappropriate. Mm. Where they're like, this is not an erect scene, Mr. Ankner. Mm. You're like, fuck it, I'm not I'm even not erect. Even. It's just how it is. Like, like it's You're just... clearly like 10 out of 10 erect. <laughs> Viagra boner, <laughs> like it will not go down. You're like, fucking what? Fuck, see this? <laughs> fucking fuck, what doing, do you mean? Doing dick stuff. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Uh... Hear me? <laughs> dick bitch. So, so that's uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Manodrome. I'm not going to say I recommend it. Mm. I don't know. It's like Waco for dummies. I keep calling it for dummies. I also wrote it'd be funny if uh, Jesse Eisenberg opened Eisenbergers, a restaurant franchise. What do they like, serve? Um, like Rubens? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That would um, be fun. Yeah. That would be, I'm like, you should do that now. He's just, he seems like a smarmy prick. I like him in most things, though, I must say. He seems good. He's quite good as Mark Zuckerberg. They should do a Facebook movie sequel. I mean, the Social Network 2. They're too busy making Now You See Me 3 in reality. I keep thinking that's the one with Kevin Spacey, and it's not. Mm. I'm thinking of like Out of Time or 22. or (laughs) There's so many shitty movies in that like 2009 to 2014 category Mm. that I just want to forget exist. It's a beautiful time for the movies. (laughs) Us in the theater for 90% of them. Like, mm, yes. Um, can we talk about HBO Max or Max Rather's new show, Bookie? Yeah, Max is the one to watch for HBO, if memory mm. serves. It is. Mm. Max is a new show about a bookie in a time in Los Angeles where legalized gambling is about to happen. Mm. And he's the, one of the last bookies. And it's kind of a f- like a comedy where he's made. It's a comedy of errors, really. Does this movie have anything to do with the 2006 feature film, Bookies? <laughs> I wish it did. Uh, unfortunately, no. This is actually a um, bookies, call it? Bookies. Chuck Lorre vehicle starring uh, Charlie Sheen. Huh? Angus T. Young has an appearance, but it's mainly Sebastian Maniscalco's show. Wait, Charlie Sheen is on a new show? Charlie Sheen is in a scene on a new show. Oh, okay. This is not... I think he has some project with Doug Ellen in the works that'll never see the light of day. But Duh. Winning. Winning the series. Entourage 2. I uh, this is shocking to me what I'm hearing. I think it's fun and I I like oh. it and I've already started recommending it to people and I've only seen the first two episodes and a sprawling kind of L.A. comedy. I'm here. 
I mean, duo movie or duo show. Okay. I What's think the it's duo be again? Fun. Sebastian? Sebastian Maniscalco and a guy who I reckon, a black dude who I recognize whose name escapes me. I'm going to look it up just to do him justice because he seemed like a nice man. Hmm. Interesting. It's called Bookie. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was funny. Lucy kind of got bored. Omar J. Dorsey is the other guy's name. You may recognize him from... The Work. I think he's in Ray Donovan. Or something like that. He's in the blind side, but not as a main guy. He's in Starsky and Hutch. He does an episode of Snowfall. Queen Sugar? What is that? He was in Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Fuck. So he's got a weird IMDb. But he's getting that work, so it is what it is. Mm. And you're recommending Bookie? I am. Okay. And Bookie's 2006, starring like... Nick Stahl, I believe. Yes. Wow. Good pull. <laughs> and and others. Nick Stahl went so deep in that Larry Clark movie, Bookie, or Bookie, um, uh, Bully, Bully, mm. that for any time I see him, I get upset, like, because he's just like such a creep in that, mm. and his role in Sin City. Mm. So like his early 2000s movies ruined him forever. Hardigan, you piece of shit cop. He's like yellow jizz blood coming <laughs> out of his arms or something. Like, and, <laughs> Bruce Willis, like, I, yeah, I got my two mil, and then I cut, I cut Nick Stahl's dick off. I'm in this green screen warehouse. Robert Rodriguez is yelling stuff at me. I don't know what's going on. When Ank and Hoops were 19 years old, they thought this was the coolest movie ever made. That's what it, they still think it's pretty icy. But Sin City, a dame kills is one of the worst fucking sequels on the planet, you guys. I got two mil for that one, too, though. Way too late. I helped pay for Rumor Willis's first abortion. Mm. Rumor has it. She's got a shovel for her face. Mm-hmm. How dare you? She gave birth out of her fucking asshole. Oh. The, the aborted fetus fell out of her. Okay. Okay. And then I ate it. Allegedly. Bruce, allegedly. Bruce. Allegedly. I don't. Did Bruce say this? He said that. I think. The movies. And I got a. I got a shot for you. If, mm. Or did you? Do you have a full candy cane lane review? Or you're, you no, haven't finished it yet? No, I don't actually. I came too many times and had to clean up the mess, so I could not finish the Amazon Prime <laughs> straight to streaming Eddie Murphy vehicle that somehow exists on Earth just because Eddie Murphy has a blank check in uh, life. Uh, 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 uh. Candy cane. I got ice cream. You couldn't get none. <laughs> This lane is made of candy canes. Oh, wow. Shrek, <laughs> here I am with a candy cane. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop 5 is coming out soon. It's going to be the biggest bomb in history. It coming is. to America yeah. was yeah. the stupidest piece of shit on earth. I assume it was from the same director. They're like, let's just run through all these. <laughs> yeah, of Ken, uh, Kenya Barris just like digging up movies like poolside. Like, yeah, why not? I'm, I'm a like, billionaire. I'm like, yeah, I wrote a... Uh, <laughs> A fucking legacy sequel to every one of your hit movies over the weekend. I've got them all ready to go. Here you go. Kenny Barris turns out so many properties. He's pretty much Hollywood royalty without even doing it on purpose. He's and a churner. I, I could be honest with you, Black as Fuck on Netflix was outstanding. Blackish, like not for us. I get it. But Black as Fuck, I think, worked for everybody. And. He's had some really bad fucking movies coming to America being one of them. I'm not sure what happened there. It was abysmal. Admittedly, I enjoyed... um, He wrote the one with Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy too, right? Yes. Yeah. That one was fine. I liked that one. That had some stuff. What was that called again? Like Uh, the last black man in San Francisco or something? (laughs) No, but that's actually a good movie. I like that one. From A23? Ah, yes. Ah, yes. The work. 
What, what uh, did you shut, though? Did I, did I talk over you? I forget. No, I did shut uh, The Exorcist Believer, <laughs> which is now on Peacock. Peacock just churning them out. This movie stinks. The original Exorcist might be the most overrated horror movie in existence. It's a little long. It's got some great stuff in the end. But, yeah, this is like they try to do the Halloween thing. This is from the guy who made the most recent Halloween. David Gordon Green? Yes. What's he doing with bad reboots? I used to think he was good. He's like maybe one of the worst directors we've got out there at this moment. Like this Exorcist movie just has, it's just like a lifeless, this is supposed to be the beginning of a new trilogy. It's just got nothing going on. Did we talk about the fact that the trilogy is not going to happen now or is that just an assumption? Yeah, it it performed so poorly they might turn it into like one more or maybe even scrap that. Yeah. Danny McBride, just in an executive producer capacity, like, well, you know, I could always just get another HBO show, whatever. Yeah. I don't even know. This sounds nothing like him. <laughs> this is just like a Hank voice. And I mean, it's the right kind of mm-hmm. wheelhouse. But yeah, he, I think he might have co-written this movie. Now. Also. Oh, hey, Hank. Now, I haven't been around here in a while. That's true. How you been? I heard you besmirching a few of my southern brethren, my confederate allies, mm. and I want you to take it back. I don't know if you ever watched uh, Vice Principles, but it was an excellent show. I did. I forgot it existed pretty promptly. That is, there's nothing wrong with forgetting that a show exists when they churn out 15 of the carbon copy every year. I was actually a featured player in the last season of The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, wow. Hank, getting some work. And those liberal Hollywood elites cut me out. I knew they would. That's what they do. I wasn't really planning on doing Hank today, but here I am. And I'm going <laughs> to fuck off now before I get real bored of this voice. <laughs> Bye, Hank. Have a goo. Have a goo. Hank sucks. Hank's Hank fun. hasn't been funny for like a year. I mean... So we, I don't know why we keep giving him a chance. <laughs> Rather do the beat cows. Hank, buddy. How do you feel about like 15 minutes of beat cows and then we call it, we call it a day? What do you think? I'm good. Uh, no? Okay. But Worth a shot. I took a shot. <laughs> Candy Cane Lane is going to be next week's featured review. I talked myself into it now. I want to see it. Baby! Shit. Uh, do you have anything else? I don't think so. I'm trying to think of anything else. I Oh, the new Indiana Jones is on Disney Plus now, and I tried to it's watch a, it again. That's a good one. Hey, how you doing? I can't believe Mutt Williams died off screen. <laughs> and that a bunch of other sad, sappy stuff. Fucking clog up this two-hour, 43-minute slog of a picture. Is it really that long? Yeah. You don't want to watch me sleepwalk through this? It sucks. It's like a disaster. It kind of deserved to bomb as bad as it did. Spielberg should have made it. It's fucked up that he didn't. Oh, God. Oh, geez. It makes the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the one with Shia LaBeouf, seem like a real movie that's good. It's that bad. Mm. Lifeless. Garbage. Disney. Shia LaBeouf ever going to get his career back on track or what? I mean, once he he reads the script that I wrote specifically for him that I sent him in the mail, we'll make it and that'll be that. What is it, like a sequel to Sicario or whatever that movie he got all the tattoos for? It is. It's a sequel to... (laughs) That pile of junk? To The Tax Collector. There it is. Yes, that he has a, a fucking full chest piece tattoo for. It's like, hey, Shia, like... We loved you in Peanut Butter Falcon and Honey Boy, but like, you know, what? maybe don't beat up women and focus on your roles and you'll excel. Roles. 
Rolls, rolls, rolls. I love rolls. Short, short, short. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I do love Shia, though. And I think he deserves redemption. No doubt. No but doubt. I'm very tired of the intense Hollywood guy routine. Mm. No one's that intense. Relax. It's a fair point. Have a laugh. Yeah, could you? We forgive you. Have a laugh, is Would what I'm going to say. You having a laugh? <sighs> is that enough? I think that might be enough. All right. Uh, where can the fans find you? I mean... You got any plugs, man? Like, any big shows coming up? We got... December's a little quiet. The holidays, people are being lazy, getting ready for Christmas, Hanukkah, etc. Kwanzaa for Monty. Kwanzaa is a biggie. Monty's celebrating. Monty and the whole team at Benefix, actually, are going to be celebrating Kwanzaa all month long with a giveaway at Benefix.net. B E N F I T C. And Fuck. you go to that website and you give away all sorts of stuff. Wow. That sounds good. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And while I'm surfing the web, maybe I'll uh, follow me on Instagram at Skip Season wow. or Twitter, perhaps, or either of those platforms at Enough Podcast or Podcast Enough. I did this all backwards. I normally do it all streamlined and nice. But I fucked it still it worked. Up. You got the, the, the right names out there yeah. now. And the South Shore Boys. Listen to the pod. Follow it on YouTube oh, wow. and such. And have a Merry Christmas. Have a goo. It's too. It's a premature have a Merry Christmas. But yeah, It's I, December. I celebrate all month long. Hey, listen. Ankfit.com. Everybody have a goo. Wow. That's enough. Fruitful. Uh, where you can go for all your fruit basket needs. Fruitful.com. Uh, slash prosthetic. Thank you, fruit. Exactly. It's actually a uh, a not straight pornography website that yes. I frequent. Yes. All right. I have to go to the bathroom. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Shit.